With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. Tonight, I'm just planning on going back through my Amazon FBA sales history and giving you guys some insights into how long it took me personally to scale up my Amazon FBA business. I'll give you a little bit of a uh, recap of how I got started. I actually tried to do it on my own, failed at, I don't, want, I don't know if I should say figuring it out or failed at just taking the action necessary to really get up and running. Uh, ended up actually paying a coach. I'll talk about all those things, but then I'm just gonna transition into a quick presentation of my my monthly sales, month over month, how long it took me to uh, scale up to some significant sales levels. So if you guys are interested in seeing that, then stay tuned. I'm gonna go jump on my computer and we can get started. Thanks again for joining me, guys. Real quick, before we dive into the video content, let me introduce myself. I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.8 million on Amazon to date. Most of that took place while I was working two jobs, a nine-to-five and a second job as a teacher. Uh, If you would like to join, I have a Facebook community for Amazon FBA sellers. I've got a link in the description. I'd love to have you there. Also, I wrote a free seven-day FBA mini course. Uh, If you are not selling on FBA yet, you should check it out. It's completely free, and it'll surprise you at how detailed and thorough it is. Also, I publish income reports on the first day of each month. If you'd like to subscribe to my channel, you can follow my progress as an Amazon FBA seller. You can also go back in time and see a lot of the data I'm going to be referencing in this video. Last but not least, I wrote a full Amazon FBA course. It is probably, I mean, I stand by this. It's probably the most thorough one on the internet. You probably won't find a FBA course more thorough than this. The level of hand-holding I do, it basically, I mean, it tells you everything you need to know. (laughs) And I share with you uh, proprietary workbooks that I put together so that you can do things like project profitability of products with a lot of accuracy without spending a dime. So that's just one of the many valuable things I teach inside of it. And if you would like to check that out, there is a link in the description. All right, so real quick, before I dive into my sales numbers and kind of give you insights into how long it took me to scale up my business, I just wanted to give a brief backstory of how I got started as an Amazon FBA seller. So I probably spent two months or so, and if it takes two months to learn something, then it's... I think the picture is pretty clear. I wasn't prioritizing it as much as I needed to, as much as I should have been prioritizing it if it was something I was really serious about because like, I know myself, I can accomplish a lot of things in two months and I gave myself two months to learn FBA and to get started. I just never figured it out. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough without a course, without somebody telling you where to go, it can be tough just figuring out literally like where to sign up as a seller or if that's the the workflow to get on Amazon. So anyways, I ended up just by fate, like crossing paths with somebody. I was supporting a, a friend at a local meeting. I guess they do like monthly or bi-weekly meetings for um, basically small business owners. Like I wasn't actually there as a member of the, um, what would I even call it? Like the group. 
Uh, I was just there to support a friend doing the keynote speech. Anyways, fast forward, we were doing introductions and somebody introduced themselves as an Amazon seller. So I knew immediately, I was like, I need to talk to that guy before I leave. And this was, I should have been at my nine to five job at this point, but I I was like, no, I gotta be here. Gotta show my boy some love. Anyways, got introduced to the guy who was an Amazon seller. He said he actually did coaching already. So he was already doing coaching for people. Showed me some testimonials and I was like, yes, I'm on board. This isn't the typical workflow because this is actually in person and completely unplanned. But um, it it ended up just working out perfectly. I ended up paying $2,500 to learn to sell on Amazon straight from somebody that had already been doing it. He'd actually been to China and uh, he had been living in China. I met him in America and this dude actually (laughs) within like two months of, uh, he could have just took my money and ran now that I think about it, but he ended up moving back to China. So we did the whole coaching thing and he wasn't Chinese. That's another thing that was weird. He was Spanish, but I I guess he learned, he learned Chinese and shout out if he ends up watching this video, which I'm sure he won't. His name is Daniel. And uh, anyways, he, he taught me, how to sell on Amazon from China. So it's kind of a crazy, strange story. Um, And the rest is kind of history. I mean, we just met um, weekly at least once. He was there whenever I needed to lean on him with questions. Not gonna lie, like, he was not as thorough as I would have liked. Like, there were still questions. Like, there were still open-ended things. Like, well, how does shipping work from China to America? You know, it's like, I don't like that I had to ask those things. And by the way, if you're on the fence about potentially, like I said, I do have this course that's probably the most thorough one in existence for FBA. I mean, I'm here to answer your questions, but there won't be a part of this process that isn't addressed with recommendations, with rationale behind why we do it this way. And not everything is set in stone. So if there's ever a reason to consider option A versus option B, I will walk you through that. So I'm um, just letting you guys know. I'm not. Tr- I'm. I'm done trying to sell the course. Let's dive into the numbers. But, anyways, uh, to make a summary from that point, uh, I ended up launching my first product. That was kind of the end of my relationship with the coach, uh, because it was really just, hey, like, let me get through the first. He's gonna help you get through the first iteration of how to sell on Amazon. It took me a while. It took me longer than it should have. I'm not gonna lie. I spent way too long on the product research phase, going through it for my first time, but. I was more just kind of scared of being a failure or that first product not succeeding. So I literally iterated through that process so many times. But what's crazy is if you do it right and you also do financial validation, which is the best thing I teach in my course because not most courses don't even teach that. Uh, if you actually validate the financials, you're already going through and checking so many relevant data points that you can almost become like a better Amazon seller before you even make a, your first sale. And Yes, it actually does work that way. Like you you end up going through the entire process of like sourcing without actually paying because you're just getting the data points you need to put them in Excel and see how much things are going to cost and project profitability given what's already selling on Amazon, etc. Anyways, long story short, it ended up working out for me. Month number one, I did five sales, generated $164 in revenue. I got to keep $42.54 of profit. So if you do the math, I was now in the hole and this is probably like four months, maybe five after I started. But again, I took way too long. It does not take that long to launch your first product. I was just doing the paralysis by over analysis thing and uh, put my business at risk. Like, I mean, what if I didn't even launch it? Uh, but anyways, so now if you add that or deduct that profit from my 2,500, it looks like I needed, I was about $2,458 in the hole. So I needed to make that up, which by the way, I mean, obviously I got the last laugh. 
I mean, I don't know who's laughing at me, but I, I got the last laugh in that, yes, it all worked out when it was said and done. But guess what? I didn't have to do anything other than not quit. So month number one, five sales. Month number two, zero sales. Because here's the thing. Month number one, all I actually did was I sold my sample orders. And sample orders are a critical key to selling on Amazon and launching new products. You need to make sure you're not like paying somebody for a low quality product because I mean, you guys know when you sell or when you buy on Amazon or any website, you look at reviews, even if you don't read the the actual text reviews, you at least look at the star ratings on Amazon. If you have a low quality product, it's just not going to last. Like you could actually make a lot of money doing that back prior to like, let's just say maybe 2016, 2015, 2014. In those years, you could make a lot of money selling low quality products, but that does not work anymore. So would not recommend anyways. Month, so month number one, I sold my sample orders. So I didn't actually, this wasn't my real product. Month number two, I didn't have any inventory because I had sold out of the sample orders. I just threw them up on Amazon. Uh, well, actually, to practice the FBA process, I did do the create an inbound shipment, label them, et cetera, sent them in. And uh, funny story, but my first ever Amazon FBA sale, I actually got a five-star review organically. So that was really cool. Month number two, no sales. Month number three... This is my first $100 month. I did 23 sales. So my first uh, product launch had arrived at Amazon for FBA. You can actually kind of see there. By the way, this is all on my website. And there's a link below. Uh, to It's literally the link below in the description says why you can trust me. And then it's an arrow to my income reports. Because on the first day of each month, I spend a full day doing these income reports. Just so that you guys trust me. you know, Because I don't want anybody to have blind faith in me about any of this stuff. So... I, uh, you can see, because actually I'm having trouble seeing because the picture's low quality, but on my website, that's like a full resolution photo. Uh, it looks like the inventory got to Amazon, if I'm reading that correctly, maybe around the middle of the month. So you can actually see that those 23 sales came from maybe like two weeks, maybe 15 days of sales, give or take. So it's only about half a month where I actually even had this, the inventory to sell. And that generated $141 of profit. Month number four, I was focused on launching new SKUs. However, I didn't get any of the new SKUs. New SKU just means new product. None of them were actually like live. But my profit jumped from $141 in 23 sales to $51, or sorry, 51 sales, $423. So I had a nice uh, jump there, but it was mainly just due to uh, a full month of having inventory in stock. This was the first month where I had inventory in stock. Also, you know, I don't want this video to run on forever, but like the first product I launched, it wasn't, it was a product that had already been selling on Amazon. So like the proof was there that it would sell. But what I did is I repackaged it in a quantity that it had had not been selling on, on Amazon. So I was the only seller selling it in that quantity. My quantity was higher than normal. As a result, I had a higher profit margin built in. You can actually go back in time on either my blog or my YouTube channel, and if you want to read or I mean read or hear these stories, it's all out there. So um, if it's inter if it's interesting to you, instead of me making this video an hour long, just go check that out. Uh, my seventh month, and I'm not going to go through every single month. I'm just giving you kind of a preview here of the uh, the initial getting started phase because I know this is probably the part that needs to be de demystified most. All right, so in this month, it was my first four figure profit month. I ended up jumping from. Sorry, I ended up jumping from $423 to $1,543 of profit in in my seventh month as an FBA seller. My gross margin was 22%, which is profit margin. 
And this was due to me just launching new SKUs. The new SKUs arrived. They were selling. Uh, the more, I mean, this is something that I preach mainly with like print on demand, but it extends to FBA. Like the more online real estate you occupy, the more money you're going to make. Like, I, I don't know why this entered my mind a couple years ago, but I just remember thinking like, dude, if this is so random, but I'm just going to share it with you guys. I just remember thinking, and I get these thoughts when I'm at the gym, by the way. So I was probably working out. I was just like, man, if somebody wanted to give me a million dollars out of their pocket, how hard am I making it for them to do that? Like, really, think about if if I want to give you money, how hard are you making it for me to give you money? Like, the more online real estate you occupy with things for sale, the more money you will make. I know that's not groundbreaking. Like, I know you guys get where I'm coming from, right? Like, I'm not saying anything crazy here, but sell more products. Don't just go to Amazon with one product. Like, it's good to launch one product, prove to yourself that you can do it, that it works, etc. Then launch more. You know, and then take your Seller Central account, integrate it with Printful, and launch even more products as dropshipped print on demand. So that's kind of what I talk about with my Ryan's method, which again, I was, I had a consulting call this uh, earlier today and I was like, man, like the person I was talking to, she got it. Like she got what, what I call Ryan's method is. And I only call it Ryan's method because I didn't see anybody else talking about the complimentary nature of selling on all these platforms at the same time. Cause it's kind of like, man, you're crushing it on merch. Well, you, you at least know something about how Amazon works as a seller. So you should be crushing it on seller central. And if you can do that, Hey, convert merch to KDP, boom, another income stream, take the merch designs, put them on Etsy, et cetera, et cetera. So I get excited talking about it. All right. So month number seven, 1543 profit jumped one month later. And this is also November. So we're in the fourth quarter, which helps my profit doubled. So it literally went from 1543 to $3,199 month over month. Also, again, fourth quarter really helps. I had healthy margins because I had a nice little product selection there. And I didn't mention this actually yet, but I expanded that product line out. And I mentioned that I had been selling in higher quantities than normal. And what I ended up doing was saying, all right, that was a nice way of me protecting myself to know that I would be able to sell with a very healthy profit margin. But now I'm going to try to play ball with the big boys. And I took my quantity quantity down on the new SKUs and uh, matched the higher demand, more validated quantities. I also was selling inside a brand. So I'm, I'm, I'm now creating this perception of like brand authority in this niche, which I do recommend. I mean, if you if you have brand potential, definitely take advantage. Um, to this day, I mean, this this brand is crushing for me, brand registered, etc., you know, it's, it's just crazy looking back, honestly, thinking about it. But I did have this vision back then because I knew that, what's going to stop me from from being where I'm at today back then, even if it's only the eighth month or even if it's the first month where I had five sales. Like the only thing that stops me is quitting. Otherwise, the only variable I can't guarantee myself is how long it's going to take to get where I want to be. The only variable I don't control is time. What I do control is just not quitting. So anyways, I didn't quit. Uh, month number seven, fifteen hundred. Month number eight, three thousand one hundred ninety-nine dollars profit. All right, now I'm jumping from month number eight to month number twelve for my next biggest uh, significant jump in sales. And by the way, I had launched new products between month number eight and month number twelve. I actually remember the the first product I launched outside of that brand that I referenced. By the way, FBA sellers try to keep their niches secret just because. If there's anybody that wants to like do wrong towards you and they know your seller account, they probably could. So I just don't talk about it publicly and you won't find many FBA sellers that do. But 
also to protect yourself from competition, honestly. But the first product I launched outside of my initial brand was definitely like selling really well at this time. And it was just interesting because I remember ordering a lot of samples and doing something that most people would think is probably a little um, contrary to what you'd probably expect. And that's that I paid a lot more than so when you do sample orders from these different suppliers, not all suppliers have the same base cost. So I ended up going with the most expensive one for a pretty cheap product, you know, like honestly, it's a cheap plastic product. So it's weird to overpay for something like that. But I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to try to sling crappy products on Amazon. So I'm going to pay a little bit more and I'm going to take the premium product to market and hope that no one else is selling this on Amazon, which I don't think anybody was at the time. They probably are now, but at the time they weren't. And it was literally like at the top of page one within two weeks. And I think I had the top spot within a month because I had the best product. And also, I mean, I had a kick-ass product listing, which never hurt, but you know, a good PPC strategy. All right. So that helped me. Sorry. I didn't even talk about the profit here. That helped me generate 1,256 sales. By the way, this is month number 12. So this is the one year. No, this is just before my one year anniversary as an FBA seller. So inside of one year, I had a just just about $6,000 profit month. You know, and if you focus more on scaling, like I know there's this is a there's capital requirements, right? You have to fund your FBA business with your money. So, you know, I was working two jobs. So I had money to pump into my FBA business. It wasn't a problem for me. Other people may not be able to do that. I get it. Uh, but like for me also worth noting, like I take this profit and it stays, I just repump it into my business. Just in case you're wondering, I don't just like take this money out, which you can, if you want to, but then your business is going to kind of flatline. You know, if you're not putting the money back in to larger orders or launching new products, then your business is kind of flat is going to flatline, honestly. All right. So that was month number 12, big month, 6k. And now I'm jumping from month number 12 to month number 15, I had my first $10,000 five-figure profit month. I did 1,810 sales. I know I launched at least one new product. I know what it is. It was similar to the product I alluded to earlier where I said I paid a higher margin for a higher quality product. It was similar to that. Ultimately, this product that I launched though probably cut into my profit margin and reduced it because I know I was selling it at a loss for months Um, because Amazon classified it as oversized, which really sucks. Like when they get to the FBA warehouse, they will take their own measurements and weigh it. And I tried to have them, like my supplier pack it in a way that wouldn't get uh, classified as oversized. Unfortunately, they did. And I mean, honestly, it it was oversized. It was just, it was too bulky. It wasn't the exact same product. It was just similar as far as niches go. So that hurt my profit margins. Today, I don't even sell it anymore. But this was a really nice month, $10,099. And again, that one product, the new product here was actually working against me. And because I don't want this video to go on forever, obviously you can go back in time on my blog, on my YouTube channel. You can check each month, month over month. You can also hear a more in-depth breakdown of what was going on if you're interested. Hopefully this got you excited about starting FBA. If you are excited, by the way, I mean, it's uh, September 15th. Like there's still time to launch a product and take advantage of the fourth quarter sales rush. But you would want to start extremely quickly because, you know, first of all, you got to do product research faster than I did it my first time. And then second of all, you're going to need to probably ship via air, which is going to cost a little bit more. But at least you'll take advantage of the fourth quarter sales rush. Um, I'm just thinking out loud right now. I'm assuming you're watching this video. We're getting towards the end. You must be at least a little interested. So if you are, 
I'm releasing this on September 15th, you know, consider taking action very quickly because um, you do want to obviously launch in the fourth quarter and get that initial uh, sale, additional, I mean, massive additional sales traffic or volume, traffic volume to Amazon, increase the likelihood of sales, increase sales velocity, carry that into the next year. And then, you know, that, that's basically the cycle. Amazon rewards products that have proven sales history. So the easiest time to get that is in the fourth quarter. I know you already knew that, but... All right, so August 19th and June 20th. These were uh, basically my two best months outside of the uh, couple 10K months I'd had. So in, uh, I don't I actually didn't put a label on these, but these are the pie charts for my income report. I had a uh, $12,164 profit month and another one that was $12,110 month, uh, August 19th, June 20th. 2020 for me has been kind of a flat year. I didn't launch any new products for two reasons, if you're wondering, I should just do a separate video, honestly, about this. So maybe I will, but I will say this in summary. One was that, yeah, the year was a little bit crazy and unpredictable, and I was busy with other things, such as scaling the YouTube channel, as, as you guys know. And uh, number two is really just, this one is what I'll talk more in depth about in the other video, but it was that I was supposed to bring a uh, major brand of hand sanitizer to market this year. <laughs> I stood to make a sizable amount of money from, you know, and I mean, as a very small percentage of profits, I was still going to make a ton of money because this product projected to do conservatively eight figures. But part of those projections being so high is that Amazon made it pretty much impossible if you didn't know somebody on the inside to launch a product related to the, uh, to the Cerveza sickness, you know, that we've been the quote unquote Cerveza sickness that we've been dealing with in uh, 2020. So anyways, guys, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Thank you for watching this video. I appreciate those of you that stayed till the end. And, uh, you know, if you're still here with me, let the YouTube algorithm know that you like the video by hitting that like button. It would really be appreciated. And if you're not subscribed and you would like to subscribe to my channel, that would also uh, mean a lot to me. But thank you for watching, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow.